everyone. And tonight we are doing Knives Out, the new Ryan Johnson film. Ryan Johnson. The new Ryan Johnson who done it. The Ryan Johnson who done it. I never knew that was one word until the trailers came out. Yeah. I don't think it yeah. is, but uh, so Ryan Johnson, <laughs> uh, he's done, I think his well, I guess Star Wars: The Last Jedi is probably his biggest movie now. But I think a lot of people will know his for loop from uh, Looper, uh, the one the time traveling one with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis. Uh, he has also did Brick, was his first film. Brothers Bloom and Brothers Bloom. So I've seen everything but Brothers Bloom, um, and I like. I like everything he's done in different ways. Uh, I, Brick is tough because it's his first movie. I, I don't really love Brick, but it's got some promising parts. Um, okay, have you seen his his films? Uh, the only one I've seen actually is The Last Jedi, and I know that that like you've never seen Looper. I I haven't seen Looper. I actually That's meant to crazy. see something. Sorry, I meant to see something before I went to Knives Out, but it didn't happen. So. Now I got to go back, and I got a very short catalog to go through, though, so that's good. I have a whole thing on the Last Jedi on whether it's a good movie and whether it's a good Star Wars movie. But uh, Nicole, yes, have you is... seen what? Have you seen any of Ryan Johnson's? Yeah. I saw Last Jedi, right? You saw Last Jedi. I know that. I didn't know if you'd seen <laughs> Looper or, or Brick. Or I guess I didn't no, make you I watch. No, I haven't Brick. seen anything else. Well, those are, right. those are films. Those are not things that anybody you know sort of saw. I've at heard the of movies. Looper before. I didn't. I don't know. Looper was kind of a big thing when it came out. I thought maybe you guys had had caught it at some point, but um. So this is a murder mystery film, and I will read the synopsis, and it's got a bunch of people in it, and it's, you know, it's got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Uh, When renowned crime novelist Harlan Thrombley, played by Christopher Plummer, is found dead at his estate just after his 85th birthday, the inquisitive and debonair detective Benoit Blanc, played by Daniel Craig, is mysteriously enlisted to investigate. From Harlan's dysfunctional family to his devoted staff... Blanc sifts through a web of red herrings and self-serving lies to uncover the truth behind Harlan's untimely death. Hmm. Pretty good at giving giving us the details without giving yeah, too much that's away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a big, fat, long movie. Uh, it's getting really good reviews across the board. People are enjoying *Knives Out*. So if you haven't seen it and you are interested, it is in theaters now. Uh, it came out about a week ago, so. Big wide release. You should be able to see it if you have any interest. Go check it out because we are going to spoil it right now. Yeah, uh, we and things, seriously, uh, we're going to spoil it. Yeah, you can't, I mean, it's murder mystery. You're going to find out yeah. what happened at the end. So that's right. a pretty big spoiler. So go now. We rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. I think the plot summary I gave is a pretty good thing. It's murder mystery, <laughs> okay, I would say. Murder mystery. She loves those. Um, we start... <laughs> I do love those. Yeah. It, we start, like, uh, the morning after his 85th birthday, Harlan, the, our main... Well, not our main character, but the old guy who is the, the patriarch of the family, the writer... Um, and he is found dead by his housekeeper, Fran, in his study. Um, there's a lot of details here, and I have to kind of gloss over them for brevity's sake. Um, we get, we jump cut to a week later, and we are introduced to his maid. Uh, and her name is... Uh, Marta. Marta. I, there's Marta. A lot of names. All right, so Marta is Anna de Armas' character. Uh, I guess she's kind of our through line. We, I think we're with her a lot of the movie. Um, and yes. so she, this is a week later. She's invited to uh, the the will. Or I think it's the will reading. Oh no, it's like um the last. Uh, it's it's a yeah. It's a little last you memorial. know send off for him. Yeah, memorial. Yeah, thank you, memorial night because they just had the funeral. So now and and the now they're doing like a, a family get together. She's been invited by Which the she family. She wasn't invited to. She was not invited to the funeral. She they were outvoted. Uh, but right. she they. Uh, <laughs> They do invite her to the family get-together. So the family, uh, there's a lot of the family members, and they all gather together, and we'll talk about them and the characters. Um, and there are a couple of uh, investigators, too, a couple of local detectives, as well as mm-hmm. a private detective, who is Benoit Blanc, as Daniel Craig's character. And we just get some recountings of the night. Uh, some of the stories are not matching up. Uh, some of the events are remembered differently. We're shown in flashbacks, uh, whether or not they're reliable narrators, we come to find out. Um, but the plot is just, you know, it's B- Detective Benoit Blanc trying to figure out who 
who killed the the guy because uh, he suspects foul play. He does not believe it's he a suicide. Does. So that's the plot of the movie without giving all the other mechanisms and twists away. I'll start with you, Mama Kay. What do you think of the plot of Knives Out? Well, it's a simple plot, right? I mean, this is a whodunit, and we're going to find out whodunit. But with really good murder mysteries, you're kind of you're taken on a on a ride, and you know, I spend the time trying to figure out what who did it from the very beginning, and I needed to enjoy the movie more. I think because <laughs> I sat there think I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I'm not going to say I didn't, but I I really did kind of I was already in when the first you know. The shot of the house and the dogs came up. I was in because Nicole, what did I say? Mystery. I literally nudged you. I was like, happened, "Well, my... said, that's why my mom's gonna like it." <laughs> I was like, "Mom's gonna love this." Seriously, a foggy old house and the two dogs are running and the, the music's playing. I'm like, "Well, okay, he's yes. gonna recommend this movie." <laughs> yeah. And this movie, I mean, looking at that, I was like, "Oh, this is from 1974. This is amazing." Um, yeah, these are the kind of movies that I love now and the kind of, I I watch all the Agatha Christie. I'm, you know, love Hercule Poirot and I and I Miss Marple, she's good. Um, but I was in and What's the that thing one is, with that old as a kid, lady too, the 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 BBC one, the old lady, Murder She Wrote. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. yeah, and Murder She Wrote, which was referenced in the movie. Thank you so much for that little piece, Ryan. Um, but it's it's ironic that I I love all this stuff now, but as a kid, those kind of things actually terrified me. So, um, mm. uh, the sweet spot of these really crazy horror films from back then, Sleuth and The Last of Sheila, and not horror films, murder mysteries. Um, but for me, they were horror films. I couldn't watch them, and they would they would sit with me forever. Um, they still do. There are still pieces of certain movies that I think about a lot. Um. But now that I've I've grown and I'm an adult, I can I can appreciate this and I really appreciate it a lot. Uh, and I think the way that he wove the plot was masterful. Um, he he just puts so much into it. Your every little thing you could probably see this movie ten times and catch something new every time. There's the house is full of stuff, and so is this movie. Um, I loved the plot. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Nicole. Um, well, I do have to agree. The plot is very simplistic, um, which, you know, when you want a murder mystery, I don't know how simplistic you want it to be. I mean, we think back to other films like Clue or Murder on the Orient Express, like those murder mysteries, like I feel like I am trying to figure out what happened more in those than this one. Like, Hmm. I feel like this one was really laid out for us. Um, really laid out for us. I didn't have to do any digging. Like I, I wish that I had a little bit more opportunity to um, pick and choose who the murderer was. Um, you wanted the clue ending. Where I you wanted where this. Or I do like the clue ending, but they're just like, well, actually, it could have been this ending. Like, I yeah. mean, yeah, because totally this kind of from movie, the halfway point of the film, the the reveal was already given to us, and I think that. Um, you know, if I wanted to be invested into this a little bit longer, we could have had a couple different striations from that uh, leading up to what we find out. So, I mean, I like murder mysteries. I like thinking movies. I, I enjoy um, mysteries and, you know, whodunits and stuff like that. So I was really looking forward to seeing this. Um, but I think that they showed their hand really quickly and really straightforward in this. And I wish that it was a little bit more um, questionable of what happened. Uh, so I'm going to have to give the plot a three. Okay. Did you uh, know what happened then before Benoit Blanc figured it out? Um, well, no, I didn't know. But once they once they told us, I'm like, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I guess now we all know what happened. There's no more ca- questioning. Talking- I guess there's very mini- minimal things that we are ne- now questioning. Not who did it, but... I guess why, and that's not what How I see as a murder mystery. Yeah, and I'll talk about what Nicole was talking about in a second because we do we find out a very big piece of information in the middle, and it change it for me, and I think for Nicole, it changes the question from who done it to. How exactly How done why. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The why yeah. is a little. Even the why, I wasn't really. I wasn't too interested in the why anymore. I was like, okay, well, this is clearly what's happened, but like, how exactly did this happen? That's that's more of what I'm thinking in the middle because. 
or once the middle part hits. So, um, I mean, the plot, I, I like, I'm, I'm enjoying the ride factor. I think this is a really fun ride movie. Um, for the first third, I guess, which is probably my favorite part of the movie where they're doing the little interviews. Um, I'm, I'm gripping, I'm laughing at all the little bits. It's yeah, it's excellent setup. I love all of our little character bits that we will get in a second here. Um, and I'm I'm trying to f- remember everything. It's very difficult because like right. even just the first twenty seconds of the movie, they just keep showing different little things, and the house is full of random shit everywhere. And I'm just like, oh my god, I have to pay attention to every little thing. How am I going to remember all this? That's exactly because too. they those yeah. parts that you're discussing, they'd never even come back up. Like, oh, he didn't get hit in the they head might have. statue, I, or I probably or missed anything. a bunch of it because there's so much of it. Like, but no, I, I, no, because as you know, progressing through the movie, they never come back to any of those front parts like i understand what you're saying you're expecting them to but why didn't they why didn't he decide to do that did why why was all that trashed i felt that there was a lot of kind of reference back to certain things i mean you can't reference back the movie was already a a bit long yeah um i don't know that you can reference back to to all the things i think part of it too is that i i really think ryan johnson was playing in this movie like he everything that he probably ever wanted to put into a film he shoved into this house and mm-hmm. shoved into these characters. So I think there's a lot of things that we probably aren't going to get a payback on, but I mean, I guess I would have liked one know. little I, extra bit of like, let's say like a blood smattering on a statue and you know, that becomes some sort of uh, clue or evidence. There is some like, blood on a shoe that comes back that, later. That, that's but, a, that's a nice no, one. no, I'm, I'm still talking about how he shows all these, I guess he was just trying to set the scene of what the house was like, like the, like the grandeur of it. But I just wanted something else, even more from that from the knife wheel, like just mm. a little precursor clue in the while they're chit chatting. Like I know, like whatever, we'll talk about it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I think I'm. I guess I'm probably gonna land between you guys. I'm at like a like a four for the plot, maybe a three five, something like that. Because I, I I'm enjoying the ride, but once we get to this middle reveal, which I'll talk about in a second, I I definitely am less. I'm less. There's less tension for me, I guess. I'm less like super into the murder mystery part, and more just kind of enjoying good filmmaking and characters that I've grown to like over the past right. 45 minutes, and and that's kind of what it becomes in the second half, which is fine, which is good. It's just not. I was expecting to, for it to be like taut and on my edge of my seat the whole time, and I kind of I kind of back off the edge in the middle here of my seat, but I still like the ride. So I think I have like a four. Um, so the big reveal that we keep dancing around is at the midpoint of the movie. Uh, we find out that, uh, well, Anna de Armos' character, she is uh, taking care of of, um, of Harlan, Harlan as like her, her live-in nurse, um, mostly just her live-in friend. Like they just kind of hang out, they play Go, the little uh, the little tic-tac-toe looking game, um, and he uh, he's given his nightly medicine, and she realizes that someone has switched or not someone has switched the labels on the bottles, but like she actually injected him with the wrong, with the wrong, um, uh, dosage. There's two, there's two little bottles. One, she's only supposed to give uh, three micrograms and one's supposed to be a hundred. Um, and she gives the wrong one. So she thinks she's just accidentally, you know, killed him. He could die in a matter of minutes. Um, and, very calmly Harlan seems to be like well not calmly but urgently but calmly he's like all right here's what you got to do you got a whole bunch of stuff you got to do because I'm going to die and we're not gonna be able to fix it because she couldn't find the one antidote thing we'll talk about that later there's one antidote that can cure the morphine overdose that she gave uh, that she gave him accidentally Um, so he walks through this elaborate way for her to leave the house come back and leave the house again make her you know not the suspect of his death um and uh we see him her walk in and him at the very the, the the very end of this middle part where he's actually cutting his own throat which is the big reason why um Benoit Blanc believes it's foul play to begin with he's like very odd way to kill yourself you just cut your throat like that and uh, his toxicology report we'll get to that later that comes into play so the, this middle is it part odd, though considering the house is full of knives i mean that's what do you mean it's <laughs> Well, is it an odd way to, I mean, sure, I think traditionally it's an odd way to commit suicide, but the house is completely full of knives, so. Yeah, but you can cut your wrists. I mean, that's a more common way to kill yourself. I know it's not the way. I see what you're saying. Not quite as dramatic. He does, he makes a point to say that, um, 
that uh yeah it's an odd way to kill yourself and um i know i'm glossing over a lot right now but that's like the middle point reveal and from here on out i feel like it becomes a different type of story because like i i I believe that's what happened i know we've been given some points in the movie where there's some unreliable narrative stuff going on with the family but i believe her because she's been pointed out as the person who tells the truth because she has a little bit of a problem with lying uh (laughs) if she lies i can't remember they have a medical name for it i guess it's a real thing um she uh if she's telling a lie and she's aware she's telling a lie she cannot control her urge to throw up she vomits um so that that's used as a bit of a plot device as well as as you know some things brought up later with character stuff um and that's what i haven't talked about here is the characters there's a lot of characters i'm going to list them off and i'll go back to nicole for her rating on the characters as a whole so we've already talked about benoit blanc daniel craig's investigator character the other detectives are lieutenant elliot that's lakeith stanfield's character uh, and uh, Trooper Wagner, that's Noah Sagan's character. So those are the three mm-hmm. cops. And then we've already got uh, the housekeeper, or not the housekeeper, the nurse, Marta. The housekeeper at the beginning was Fran. And then here are the relatives. So we have Linda, who is Jamie Lee Curtis's character, eldest daughter of Harland. We have Michael Shannon, Walt. He is the youngest son of Harland. Uh, we have Don Johnson. It's Richard. He is the husband of Linda. So Harlan's son-in-law, Tony Collette, is his daughter-in-law. She is the what Joni and the wife of Harlan's deceased second son. Uh, and then we have first son. First son, sorry. And then we have the grandkids. There is Ransom, and he is the grandson of Harlan. He is Linda and Richard's son. We have Meg, who is Harlan's granddaughter, and Joni and Neil's daughter. And we have Jacob Trombley, who is played by Jane Marteau, and he is. Harlan's grandson, Walt, and Donna's son. <sighs> so, <laughs> hard hard to follow those characters. I think it's actually it's surprisingly easy when you're watching the movie to remember who's who. I think because they're all distinct looking. They have distinct personalities. Their names are pretty good apart, which is uh, always appreciated. Right. Um, but I know me saying that is a lot. A mouthful. <laughs> um, so, Nicole, what do you think of these characters? Okay. I guess I'm going to have to kind of bundle here. Um Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like Daniel Craig's character. Um, I think that he adds a little bit of humor into this. And I really, I mean, I, we, we could talk about his accent after this, but I mean, I thought that was really <laughs> corny. But. I opened you early on. I was like, he's got like a KFC thing going on. And then they literally and then they said it. They mentioned the it quite a few times. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was an interesting choice. Um, the other the other two cops were fine. Um, I, <clears throat> excuse me. I liked jamie lee curtis's linda the most i think um she really was an interesting character and quite unfortunate in my eyes that she wasn't utilized a little bit more um that storyline of her and 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 her husband um you know and and their their rocky if you want to say relationship based on what we know really became a lost thread through for me because i liked that i appreciated that storyline i wanted more to to come off of that after the discussion that Don Johnson has with Harlan and things like that. Like I, I liked that the most. Um, I like Tony Collette. I always like her and everything. So I just think, you know, she's, she's fun. Um, there's, there's one scene where she wasn't the best actress. I don't know if they were doing that on purpose, but, um, when she walked up to this, to the studies door and she was acting real bubbly and weird, what was that about? Um, well, I think that that's just her weird char- her character. I think so. so. Well, they made know, me she's... feel weird, so I guess they did a good job. Um, <laughs> I liked all the. I, I mean, Walt was probably my least favorite uh, child of the of Harlan. Um, his his storyline was okay to me. It was just a little bizarre. You know, I, I'm missing why it was so important. They gave us a little spiel about it in the wall in the doorway, but really didn't hound in how important that was for Walt to me. So I feel like they missed out on that. Um, I liked the grandkids again, underutilized in my opinion. So if I could say anything about these characters, it's that the people I wanted to have the most oomph and presence in here really had the least amount. And that was pretty unfortunate for me. I liked Marta. I liked her storyline. I liked her family. Um, but I, I wish they didn't give us so much hype about having Jamie Lee Curtis and Tony Collette and Don Johnson and this, that, the other thing in this movie. And then <laughs> their parts 
fell away halfway through this movie and they became obsolete. They weren't used much anymore. Um, very, very seldomly like the will and stuff like that. So I, in my opinion, I, I just wish that they were, had a little bit more to do. Um, so gosh, I'm going to give the characters a three. Mom, okay. I, I expected more from more utilization of the character of the, of the actors in these characters, especially, you know, you have a lot of top name actors. I think this movie had not a huge budget. And the fact that, you know, Ryan Johnson was able to get these people. Yeah, it's about to 40 mil. So I'm surprised. Yeah, that's they pretty got awesome. And you've got, you know, you've got Daniel Craig, you've got, you know, Chris Evans coming off of, of, of Marvel. Everybody has, a, I mean, Tony, Tony Collette is one of my favorite forever. I'll watch anything that she's in except for Hereditary, but I'll try to watch that too. Um, or just skip a good movie first. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm going to get past it. Maybe. Um, the Benoit Blanc character, I knew going into the, because I had seen the, you know, CSI KFC line, and I knew he was going to be extreme and out there. And while these characters are actually pretty character, they could be caricature y because they're played by such fantastic actors. I believe every one of them. I even believe Benoit Blanc's name, Benoit Blanc, terrible. I mean, what? And <laughs> I believe it, though, because I think that each one of them like committed to this, whether or not they had a small role or um, a larger role in this. The person I was really um, shocked to find that I was enjoying was actually Don Johnson. Yes, he's the best, he, isn't he? he yeah. <laughs> he's so he good. So I, was, good I love him this. in this. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean his character, yeah, but I was just really surprised that I was like, okay, you have all these super heavy hitters in here and then Don Johnson's really knocking it out of the park too. So, I was really excited about that. Um I figured with a cast this big it was going to be hard to really concentrate on on them and I figured we would get more of the killer. Um, and then I didn't know that Anna de Armas's Marta was going to like be such a big role in this, but she's kind of the main character. She is the main character. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that she really, it sounds strange, but she had to carry this movie, you know, with all yeah. of these other people in the film, she, her character had to really carry this movie. I think she did a stellar job. Um, I liked everything about all of these characters, um, I have to disagree on Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon was like, to me, you know, he was whiny and crappy. And then all of a sudden when he was in the hallway with his cane talking to Marta, I was like, I am freaking scared of you, dude. Like, <laughs> you're terrifying me right I now mean, just by your cane. I want to agree knocking with that. On the floor. I want to agree with that. But then the, <laughs> the fault, excuse me, the threats were just empty promises, empty, empty thoughts. Nothing came out of it. I mean... I don't. I didn't feel the. Well, I, I didn't feel the threat from him. You didn't feel the. What? I didn't feel the threat coming from him because uh, it just. Oh, you did. Felt really empty. Oh, I. I did. I think I. I. I did with him. Um, I didn't. The only character I think I really didn't connect with at all was uh the Jaden Martell's character, the the youngest grandson. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, he had to be there for the plot point of hearing, uh, the threat from ransom to his grandfather. Mm -hmm. But other than that, he was. Uh, I, I I didn't I didn't care didn't care for that. And it's not a casting issue. I think it was just this was one of the ones where he had very little to do and he did very little. Um, yeah, I love the characters. Um, seeing Chris Evans turn into a bad guy is amazing. I don't know the eat shit is just that's got to be, you know. Forget about you know. I can do this all day. He's now going to be known for saying eat shit everywhere. Um, I think Captain America is what still else do a bigger I have to say? role than this, but I, I get your point. I think you're probably <laughs> right, but I think that, you know, seeing somebody go from that to this is pretty, pretty fun. Um, the, the cameo of Frank Oz as the, uh, um, the, lawyer. the attorney reading the will. Yeah. yeah, it was so great because, you know, I mean, he's my favorite since Yoda. And so I was like, oh, you get to actually see him as opposed to just hear him. So that was, that was fun for me. Um, I can't. I'm gonna give these characters all a five. I can't help it. Um, I just think they're fun to watch. I would watch another movie with them, all of them in it, and have a totally different. I mean, I would have loved to have six different endings where we could have other characters play out being being the killer. Mm -hmm. But um, 
I think they really he really had to focus on who the on the on the Marta story and who the killer was going to be. So I think pretty much everyone does a great job. And I but I also agree with Nicole that we do we underutilize our 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 top actors, I guess, our top class actors for in the second half of the movie, except for, I guess, really Chris Evans and Daniel Craig, who remain involved in the second half. But um, the movie rises and falls. And I wasn't expecting it with Anna de Armas, Marta's character. If she's bad, the movie doesn't work. And she's excellent. She's really good. She's She's shockingly good. She's shockingly good with how much talent's around around. And she, she never flinches. She, she completely is punching above her weight and it's great. Um, And so, you know, breaking down the characters a little bit. Like I, I think I, uh, Mama Carrie said it, Don Johnson's uh, Richard character is probably my favorite of like the core family. So good. He's just really fucking so funny, good. and he like he every it, it, he plays well because of his wife Linda's character. She like she's I mean she's kind of like the straight man to him, even though they're not in a lot of scenes together. When they do their little cutaways and their interviews, like the the, the, the contrast between Linda's like no nonsense, I'm not falling for this, and Richard's like oh yeah, what do you want to know? Like he just talks about whatever. Right, I'll tell you everything. Yeah, yeah. I like um so I, that, that's a good contrast there. Um, I I'm kind of I'm a little more with Nicole on Wall. I don't know what Michael Shannon's character is doing here. I understand he's the he's kind of like the loser of the family, and he was just kind of handed the thing, and he's got the cane, and he's just he seems it's a weird Michael Shannon, and I love Michael Shannon and most everything. It's a weird. I don't yeah. I don't know if I would have liked not Michael Shannon doing this character. I think someone else would have better. I would have liked Michael Shannon as something else. I don't know. I don't know how to do that, but I I don't like him as much. Um. Uh, Tony Collette's fine. Weird, quirky little character. Irritating, but purposely so. So, I mean, they, they hit it. Um, Lakeith Stanfield. I like him as the side the side detective, the, the one who yeah. has to be the straight man here. I've seen him in a couple other things. It's like, I saw him in the lead as Sorry to Bother You. And I like him more in this, um, in this like, supporting role. I think he... he, he I totally he, agree with that. He legitim- I feel like he yeah. legitimizes the investigation. Because if it's just Benoit Blanc doing doing nutty things... And being all KFC, like it's it doesn't it doesn't feel real. <laughs> but as long as he's there, and then the other cop, the fanboy, I like his little bits. Um, I think they work really well together. Uh, Chris Evans the, is the two cops. Is fine later on. Um, I think he's good. He, he, I, I don't feel think like he... someone that we haven't. Sorry, there's there's one character I want to ask Mama K about. Um, yeah, uh, Catherine Langford who plays Meg. Um, yeah, what did you what did you think about her? Well, so much. Um, I think that she she like personifies, I don't know, the millennial culture. Is that what Ryan was going for with her? Um, Or Gen Z, really. Yeah. She's after millennials. What's that? Millennials are old now. Michael Shannon's a millennial. Sorry. (laughs) Are we going to whatever the next thing is? Gen Z. Gen Z, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean. Chris Evans is a millennial. I mean, that's probably true. Yeah, he's probably the only one, right? Because... They're, you know, with the co- the cousins seem to be very spread out as far as, yeah. you know, age wise. He's way too old to be not have a job, by the way. Ransom. <laughs> well, he needs a job. We can get into his career. Like, yeah. They're all way too old. None of them have proper jobs, with the exception, I think, of Jamie Lee Curtis. The only ones who have actual jobs are the hell. So the two grand, the so. two grandkids. Um, I, 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 Nicole, I know really wanted more Meg. She's from 13 Reasons Why, and she watches that show. Well, no, that's not why I wanted more Meg. I mean, I like Catherine Langford a lot. I think she's really great, and I am especially impressed that she's Australian and she does such a great American accent. But anyway, yeah, um, she really was the driving force of getting Marta to crack under pressure and try to get her to, um, when they, when she had the diner scene with Chris Evans, and she called her thinking she's in private, and I knew. That she wasn't in private, and it's just a shame. Oh yeah, because I didn't want Same. Meg to steer that route. I wanted her to be the, you know, the hard-headed, you know, woman that no. that wants to take care of Marta, and she didn't. She dropped the ball, no. and I was so disappointed. Well, she's part of you the were family. Disappointed she was, in her. She was. She was. She was you know, the, the family's know. bunch well, of assholes is what we we, we learn like throughout the whole I'm thing. Asking Mama yeah, K. everyone in the family is is a different degree of an asshole. So <sighs> I don't think. I mean, I wasn't just. I knew that she wasn't gonna. She's one of those. You know, I'm I'm strident and I'm a do girder, but guess what? I need my money because I'm going to Smith and it costs eighty thousand dollars right. a year. Yeah, I wanted her to have know. that little bit of variation away from uh, the rest of her asshole family, and it just 
Yeah. Unfortunately, it didn't happen for me. <laughs> I wanted more yeah. of the grandson. Uh, he is woefully, completely, and fully underused. And I thought he was going to have something to do with the big end because he's always on this phone. Absolutely. I thought that was going to have something to do with something. And they called him a Nazi and everything. Like Exactly. I wanted to hear him do some <laughs> right-wing propaganda. Jesus. Like alt- he's, an, he's like an alt-right, uh, they call him internet troll. Like So he's like, you know, one of those like... But, you know, I felt like they just said that about him. And, and it's really his parents that are, you know... Well, his parents, I, I, it's, it's Michael get, Shannon, did, his wife, who we, we didn't even mention. Oh, I also nice. wanted more of her because she was kind of an underlying. I know she was just a back back end character, but damn it, I wanted her to be like the murderer or something. That would have added some interest. But if I can make... What? Ricky Lindholm is the actress who plays Walter. Yeah. If I, if I could yeah. give... If I could just say one thing, just wrapping up the characters here. Um... I was very disappointed in this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And me, I couldn't, I couldn't hold it in until we discussed it. I, I kind of went on a little bit of a tirade yesterday in the car because she was shouting in my ear. <laughs> I was because I was really passionate about how underwhelmed I was, and it was just a shame because I, you see all these top billed actors like we've said, and I really like Jamie Lee Curtis. I really like. Um, Christopher Plummer. I really like Daniel Craig. I like all these people. And I, I, the cohesion of all of these actors and actresses was there, but it wasn't o- over the top there, which I think a murder mystery should be. It's supposed to be um, hyperbole and it's supposed to be this huge, you know, to do and solving these ridiculous clues and things like that. And when we didn't get so much, everything was just a b c d laid out for us i just felt so defeated because i wanted more i wanted to my brain to twist and i wanted to be like what the fuck's going on and i didn't get that i just was watching um, something unfold one by one by one so um that's how do you what do you think brennan do you agree with that um i I, yeah i guess i'm the middle of what's your level i'm the middle opinion on this one it sounds like because i i I think Nicole's right in that the murder mystery mystery piece of it is kind of the weakest part of the movie. I don't think the mystery is super mystery. And and by the time we get to the middle, it's the choice to have for us, the audience, to know that... Marta no Marta is at least involved in the killing and we and she even thinks she's responsible and that Harlan did in fact but that's not the mystery part of it the mystery part of it isn't Marta no I mean... but so so we know but in the middle point we know that she accidentally gave him the wrong dose and then he cut his own throat we know this we don't but we don't know right. why the bottles were switched and we don't know like where everyone was at the time of the thing we know that Chris Evans is doing something shady like but we don't but I think to Nicole's point we know how he died. He got the wrong meds and then he cut his own throat. And then all we don't know is why she mixed up the bottles. And you know, there's some weird knocking in the house, but like the mist, the biggest part of the mystery is who killed him. And we know halfway through, I enjoy the ride because I like all our characters and I like it's, we'll get to visual sound in a second. I like all the way it's shot. It's beautiful. And the music's really good. And I, everything's strong. So I'm enjoying it. But the mystery part, it's not what keeps me engaged. Well, I'm. Can I? I'm going to make one more argument for for liking this film. Is that um, I still like it. I'm just I, I'm in the middle here. Like I, no, I agree. No, the mystery. Listen, I'm more. I understand where Nicole's right. coming from. Like I, I, I understand that too because I understand you saying that it's you know you feel like you feel like it's an ABC thing that here it is, here it is, here it is. Well, I feel like a regular mystery is an ABC kind of thing. Like if you're watching a Columbo, you know that Columbo uh, knows what happened, but then he's going to spend the rest of the time explaining to you how it happened. Um, If you're watching any Agatha Christie, everybody is a suspect until the very end when it's revealed. So, I mean, those are kind of, when I think about it that way, those are formulaic. Whereas this is, this approaches it in a different manner that you you know how he dies you know who the main i don't know suspect is or why why you think that he wound up committing suicide that way um and then there's a twist that that's not it at all that's fair Um, i just i suppose i just didn't want to know that the main suspect i i wanted that confusion still of who the suspect was and it's a bold choice and the whole movie is. is different because it is. of it so it's not yeah right it's not a right. traditional murder mystery i think in it's that different way. it's not a traditional and i was ex- sort of expecting that 
because of, you know, when you have a cast of characters, you assume that everybody's going to be, it's going to be down to the wire. Well, she could have done it because blah, 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 really nobody could have done it. It's true. With the exception of the way that it happened. Yeah. And so. The, I mean, Brian Johnson's a bold choice director. I look at all of his movies. Like I think of Last Jedi. I'm like, there's a lot of bold choices yeah. in there. And that's why a lot of people don't like The Last Jedi. But I, I, I like The Last Jedi for what it is. And same thing with Looper has some, even his first movie break, he makes big unconventional choices. He makes a lot of gambles. And uh, he's even said in interviews, he's like, I don't want everyone to like my movies. I want a lot of people to hate my movies and then the people who love my movies to really love my movies. Because if you don't make a polarizing movie, you're making a boring movie. I'm like, well... That's one way to make films. I mean, he's just he's just, he's just shooting all over the place, um, and I think that's, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's an unconventional choice, and I don't think I don't think it works for the. I don't think it does the plot any favors. Thankfully, everything else around it is so great that it doesn't matter. But it it keeps like maybe how it's filmed. Wow. So let's talk about that. I, I I don't even know if I gave you the characters. <laughs> I gave it a characters are a four. Moving on from the characters, visual and sound of this movie, Mama K. Why don't you talk about that? Did I just talk about earlier the very first scene where I was like, oh, I have goosebumps already. <laughs> um, but I have to I have to tell you that um, it was very it was very strange that you can have all of these people in this house and everything is super warm. But outside, it's very cold. He 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 sold this movie to me. I don't even know how, but it was a bill of sale. And I'm, I'm in um, the fact that that the release was timed around Thanksgiving, I think, is perfect because. I felt cold before I went into the movie. And then when I went in and I saw the fog in the house, I still felt cold. And I felt like this was happening in my backyard. Um, I love the, I love the richness of everything. I love how everybody's outfits are just perfect for them. I mean, there's a lot of things going on the internet about, Chris Evans sweaters, and I can fully appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I was thinking Jamie Lee Curtis's power thing, suit, but I was thinking of Joni's weird, like flowing dress. <laughs> thing. Exactly, but everyone is just like fucking perfect, right? I mean, and then you know, Marta is, is dressed. She's wearing these, you know, regular. She's she's the regular person. Benoit Blanc, you know, that outfit is an eighty thousand dollar detective outfit. Um, he's got like I mean, eighty crazy, suits on right? at once. <laughs> I know he totally does. And he's just like, oh, also I'm very cool. It doesn't matter. Um, the the whole the fact that there's a lot of things that aren't explained in this movie. I mean, you know that Harlan is a mystery writer. That's how he makes all of his money. Um, but there's this giant chair of knives or whatever the hell that is that is like game of thronesy i think he said it's from one of his I'm books like, one of the the fanboy cops said that at one point what's that the all the knives have, like, he has a book called like a thousand knives or something and that's like oh, that, that well, is from i think and maybe that's it maybe that house because it's so cluttered and you want to look at everything maybe everything in that house is either inspirational for his writing or is reflective of all the stories that he's written i'm thinking yes but that crazy yeah. and and when they're when they're, you know, all being interviewed right in front of those giant knives, it's just like, what? God, I'm uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Um, he had me feeling all the different feels that I'm supposed to feel. Uh, the vomiting. I don't know when we're going to start talking about that scene that happens toward the end. I was just, I was sick to my stomach um, when... yes. <laughs> Marta, Marta vomits into things all the time and then at the end she vomits on the killer and it's just a lot it's very visceral um music wise oh super creepy super good there's a song that they're playing when um they're in the cafe when uh, um ransom and marta are in the cafe and it's a song by gordon lightfoot called sundown and that song used to scare the crap out of me when I was little. And I don't know how Ryan Johnson got in my head and to- like pulled these little things out and used them on screen. But I kind of want credit for it, honestly. This is the movie made um, from. Okay. <laughs> well, I, he made it from my stuff. I don't know how he has access, but he did. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm visual and sound is, oh, it's a five for me. God, I hate to squeak wow. so much about this, but yeah. <laughs> I loved it. What do you think, Nicole? Um, there's a couple. There's a couple scenes that really stick out to me, um, good or bad. And the the one thing that I really love the most is that that knife hot seat. And I just think it's so <laughs> the knife hot awesome because <laughs> because you you have somebody sitting there and the sunlight from the window behind you is making them look holy. And then they have 
the <laughs> crown of knives around them, and they're the ones getting stabbed. Like Marta's face is just co- just totally um it was in a ring of knives that was so fucking meaningful like oh so powerful like oh my god everybody else was off to the side and then marta sits down and boom she's right smack in the middle um so that was super cool um i really liked that and i one one thing that i that i hated (laughs) um you know i have i have this amazing scene here in my head and then i retrace back to when we're um retracing the steps and they they ask marta to be the the cohort and they're retracing the steps through the muddy walkway on the side and we see her footprints and um they don't see chris evans footprints and i'm really confused because he went up that way as well and i don't think that Hmm. she would have she would have retraced those steps so perfectly to cover up all of his footprints so i mean that part really pissed me off because i felt like it was just a small detail that was overlooked in my in my head i don't know if i'm overthinking it or not but they made it a point to show her her footprints and not his so um that was something that was important to me i like the scene were you looking for them though i wasn't looking for them but i know that she saw hers and they looked down and made a point to say oh there's footprints here obviously they're hers but where are chris evans because he went up that same way the same night right there would have been his too um so I mean I just I just feel like that was an opportunity that had slipped through maybe people didn't see that but I just maybe I'm making it up whatever. Um I enjoyed no, the I scene at the end right. where she's back in that hot seat and she's giving the spiel about Fran, you know, that Fran's okay and she held that vomit yeah. in for so long. She did such a good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that I knew I knew she was dead too and I was like I whispered I was like, "Oh, she's dead." And then she's like, "She's alive." I'm like, "Oh no, she's not." Yeah, no. and she did she she sold that shit because I couldn't tell that yeah. she was dead until she went and puked and I'm like, "Oh my god." That was good, yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, those are just a couple of the scenes that I, you know, had something to say about. Otherwise, it was all, like you said, very beautiful. I like whizzing through the house, seeing all the all the collectibles and trinkets and showing that stark fucking picture of Christopher Plummer every time staring at Marta. Like, oh, man, yeah, that was good. Really good. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, those, those are the things that are most that I find to be most important here. One of the, one of the sounds, if I could bring it up again, was Daniel Craig's accent. I just think it was fucking horrible. Uh, One of the sounds, (laughs) Daniel Craig's accent. (laughs) It's just weird. When he first started talking, the first like 10 seconds of talking, I'm like, uh, what accent is this gonna be? <laughs> and then he starts talking a little more southern. I was like, oh, okay, it's kind of um, like a Savannah but, draw. Yeah, yeah, definitely, it is. It definitely is. I've seen him in something else though, where he had an accent. I felt like I was immune to it for some. Uh, <laughs> Logan Lucky, he was in. Yeah, he's got. That's a different southern accent though. That's like that. That's it's that, a different that, one. That's that real but, mountainy but, southern accent. This one is much more like mint julep, please. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is, he's a. He is a genteel southern man. Yes, absolutely. Say. I mean, I guess yes. he played it all right, but I was really confused those first 10 seconds. Like, what is it going to be? I don't know. But um, <laughs> altogether, I just think it is a really, really cool movie, the way that it was it was made. Um, excellent job on, on a lot of it. Uh, give it a four. I'm going to give it a four or five. Um, I like the house a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, there's also some like little throwaway scenes, like when they're at the, the, the V eight, the getting the VHS tape of the home security. Cause it's yes. all old. Like that's a really good, like dusty. And like that guy right. who runs, it, it's all gross. <laughs> um, th- I, I like Nicole said the, 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 <laughs> the knife throw the knife, hot seat, whatever she called it. Um, yeah. the, and then everything's like just that. framed really well. I like when they're doing the little interviews, with the knife, hot seat, the, 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 um, Will reading's really good. Everything looks good. Uh, nits to pick, other than the what Nicole mentioned with the boots in the mud. I also do you also think what I'm do you, do you see what I'm saying here? Or am I making this up? I'd have to go back and watch to confirm no. you're right, but I I feel like I agree with you on this. Um, I, yeah, I feel like that that is probably true. But I think that when we were watch when you're watching the movie, you're not looking for no that, you know no. But it's, this is a movie where you go <laughs> where you go back and look for things the second time. And I'm, that's I'm true. curious if that if that holds up, or maybe maybe he went a slight like he stepped over something that we didn't see on the way in yeah I, you're right maybe uh, he doesn't seem it. that yeah, careful right. um the real scene that i don't there's only one scene i don't like well there's a couple of small like i don't like when they're the, the, the one part there's a fire and something gets burned down i don't particularly like how everything
take a shot there. There's some slow-mo that I don't care for. Um, the scene that we find Fran, I don't like it. I don't like the... I, it's very, It feels very like uh, this This before. And I knew exactly what the mm-hmm. scene was immediately as soon as we're there. It's uh, in a dark um, la- laundromat, I think, that's closed down. We see like a shadowy figure yeah. sitting or standing in a chair or something across the way. And... And um, it's Marta there, and she gets up to it, and then the, the light shot. She turns the light on and shines, and there's the, the the spider on Fran's face, and she looks like she's dead. And then she's actually not dead; she's barely yeah, alive. What the fuck? She's fine until she falls over. I don't. I don't like the way the scene looks or is. Um, that's the that's the only nit though. The rest of the movie looks fantastic for me, and uh, the uh, the sounds, <laughs> the sound of uh, the the, the colonel. Um, I know. I, I know you said not to do this, <laughs> but we missed something very important here. Okay, no, that's okay. something oh, very important, which okay, is very important. Okay, the character of the great grandma. Oh, you're oh, right. We did. I know. I, I know. How do we forget? <laughs> I don't know how we forgot about her. How old is she? We I, we have no idea. We have no idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, so she, this character is Harlan's mother. And Harlan in this movie is selling yeah. Minnie's 85th birthday. So this woman is in her hundreds at a minimum. And yeah. she looks it. She is this Easily. little tiny, crusty old They thing. don't even give her credit on Google with her name. They literally just write her character name. <laughs> That's unfortunate. The actress but is credited is... here on Wiki as Kay Callan. Dude, yeah. how much of a throwaway character was she? I thought you had something to do with it. Oh. I thought her, my crazy thing in my head was her and the Nazi kid had something. I thought the two of them. I thought the two of them were doing. I thought he was like texting her secretly and, under, and behind that piece of cake that she was holding, she had an old flip phone and like they were doing something. I swear, I thought there was some sort of thing that between the two of them, like she's some Dude. old Nazi sympathizer and the kids like working with her and like they're like I I that was the plot in my head and, I, and honestly, Dude, that I, I been awesome. That's what I thought. I was like at the end. I'm, at the end, I'm like. Okay, this is a clever way to end it. I like my ending better, but <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! But yeah. so the youngest and the oldest plot yes, together. Yes, I thought that to... would be, would have been excellent. The two who get the least, and they they're always just around, but you don't really know what they're doing. They're just kind of they're just kind of around. I, I, I thought was, I thought they had some I mean, sort the, of scheme going on. <laughs> the, I yeah, I don't. I mean, she was there obviously to drive the plot about the climbing up the, the ladder and but it, yeah well she's, anyway that's so great not only that wait a minute though she is wearing like clothes from everyone in the movie yeah it looks like she's like the coat rack like when people come in they just put her coat on her so she's just bar- buried totally in clothes at the end <laughs> like she's probably like 70 pounds but she's all like puffy looking i feel like she was in the same spot for a couple days like she didn't die from dehydration or something i mean she's, she's just holding old. that piece of cake right nobody by the ordered door. her or anything yeah. <laughs> no remember she ate the whole salmon spread earlier she's fine <laughs> i can't believe we forgot she's that's like, a good call to call like i can't believe we forgot in the movie yeah i can't believe we forgot about her I, 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 I had the whole the whole plot in my head the whole time okay so uh but let's get to the residence and feel i'll gloss through i guess we a lot of what we've talked about is the first half and then just like funny moments but the second half is and i think for me it's it's the weaker part of the movie i like the beginning a lot when ransom shows up um he he helps marta get away from the family because marta has been has been named the heir to all his shit uh harlan and harlan's will and the family right. is very upset about this and, um, we haven't even talked about that yet. Yeah, yeah, and and this is where you know later on we get the the granddaughter calling her to plead with her. We get Michael Shannon limping down the hall after her. So we get we get all the family members trying to get their their cut. Um, and Ransom is seemingly helpful here. He would for you know a brief moment if we didn't know better. It seems like he's actually like you know I'll help you keep the money. You just give me my cut and we'll we'll go on with it. Um, and yeah. so this is all the um, if Marta can be proved the murderer, she doesn't get the inheritance. Um, there's the blackmailing note. I know what you did. We already talked about the, uh, the Fran is is in the seemingly dead in the um, in the laundromat. Um, there's the toxicology right. report of Harlan's for his death, and uh, that's when we get the fire at the um, at the, uh, the the lab. So there's all these things going on, and this is the part where I'm saying I'm not super into the plot party here, but um, I'm enjoying all the performances, and I can follow what's going on. So that's good. Like it's, it's there's nothing wrong with the plot. It's just um, 
it's it's not what I would prefer. There's a little there's a little mini police chase, uh, and um, Marta's <laughs> the whole time Marta's fantastic during all this. She's she's really caring and yeah. selling it all, um, holding it all together because we know she knows, but we don't know who else knows. Um, Ransom and her get caught though. They get brought back to the house, and this is where this is where Blanc does his big reveal about all the stuff because we knew that he like. You know the audience knows that he knows something about Marta and like the whole thing going on, and he's not letting on, and he he just hasn't figured all the clues out. Um, so this is what the big reveal at the end is: we find out that Ransom is behind a lot of these nefarious acts, and that he is the driving force behind the death, whether it was him directly the murderer or not. He's the one who switched the vials. That's why Nicole was talking about his uh, footprints in the mud. He's the one who burned down the lab. Um, the toxicology report reveals that the the he she actually gave him the correct dosage and that cutting his throat was actually unnecessary. It's because yeah. she's actually a very good nurse. There's a slight discoloration between the two liquids, and that's Discosity. the only reason she made toxicity. Yes, that's the only reason. <laughs> did I say it wrong? <laughs> They're just two different things, actually. But no, the toxicity. No, the um, this viscosity is. Viscosity. <laughs> viscosity. Is that what you Vis- said? Yeah, how thick the one was compared to the other. <laughs> yeah. Right. Viscosity. It's thickness. So uh, how, yeah, did, how did how did uh <laughs> how did Chris Evans know which one the antidote was? Did they say that? He probably looked it up. Oh Oh it's come well, on. Yeah, naloxone. Naloxone is an antidote for overdose what do you mean come on he's modern age everyone's got smartphones he could have looked it up he was in a rush there was no way he was looking it up i think he had some planning so oh, i think he well he planned this he know he 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 knew what was going on he all right that's fair you know. i was just i didn't i didn't know if they said anything because i didn't like this part no, he's clever. so that's the only reason marta messes <laughs> well, up is because she is she is instinctively giving him the one that looks correct and then when she reads the label she realizes it's the wrong label it's which actually means she would give the correct it's the old double switcheroo so um that that's right. kind of a tragic end that harlan didn't actually have to die in this whole thing um but you know that's so it goes um and then it sounded like he kind of yeah. wanted to at this point <laughs> Yeah, he was like, "This is gonna be a know, great what, story." It is terrible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so so then Marta's able to keep it together, saying that Fran is alive at the hospital, and this is how she's able to trick Ransom into you know admitting his shit because he knows he's been found out at this point. Oh my god, she... they were recording it the whole time. Who would have guessed? Yeah, you uh, you did call that everybody. Um, but of course, He's Marta is lying, and, and because she's lying, she projectile vomits all over <laughs> Ransom. Ransom is covered in vomit, yeah. and surprisingly okay yeah. at, with it at first she's kind of like wiping away like he's not repulsed out of out of his mind but he does grab uh, one of the knives off the knife wheel and stabs Marta but he doesn't because it's the false knife and they actually set that up earlier about the false knife there was a there was a little thing about that um, I don't know if all those knives are right. false on there or if that was just a, a, a wow. lucky break lucky, yeah, I, lucky uh, you know, or unlucky. A, a bit of a, a bit of a, a little bit of a stretch. Not crazy though, because they did have the little small setup earlier, so that's enough to forgive. Um, so there you go. Ransom is responsible, and Marta. The we get the, the the last shot. All the families outside the house are seeing Ransom getting taken away, and she's very um, long, like elongated scene because she shot. had enough time to walk out and chit chat with the guy and then go out onto the balcony and he's still getting walked through the car <laughs> she had linda had time yeah, to read he, the it, note it was a long walk to that it was car. a long walk there oh we also get um uh blog points out the, uh, the little spot of blood on Marta's shoe that we saw you know earlier in the movie he's known from the very beginning because of that one little speck of blood on the shoe that's a classic like um I'm the eccentric detective, and I notice everything, kind of thing. Um, and what was she, up with yeah. Linda? Linda's uh, little note with the fire. How'd she figure that out? That was great. That Linda's was great. Note with the fire. Linda got to read the note that her that her dad left for her. Remember, right. she was standing on the. Porch? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I forgot about that. Good for her uh, for knowing invisible that to put fire ink. to it. Damn. Yeah. Right. Well, um, so as we end with the whole family looking up at Marta as she is with the cup, the, the coffee mug from the very beginning that says, my house, <laughs> my rules, my coffee. And Marta has all the yeah. shit now. She has kind of a smirk, almost like she knew 
Like, almost like she was aware, but I, I don't think we're led to believe that. No, she can't be. I don't think She's so, but it looked, she looked kind of, no, no, a little full of herself at the end there. Like, hmm. Like, at no point are we led to believe that. There's nothing in her performance or the way it's shot no. that would lead us to believe that. But the, except for that little smirk at the end. I don't know. I don't know what you think about it. Um, that just looked like, a, a, like a sigh of relief to me. She can move okay. her mom in there now. Okay. I, I think it's a little... <laughs> I just like that she is up on her perch and they are all looking yeah, up at her. Awesome. Yeah, they don't know where she's from. She, uh, lovely woman. F- great family from Paraguay. From, and then they do eat like... Uh, or maybe Brazil. Or, Brazil, yeah. or might be Uruguay. They do that over and over. All that yeah. stuff. I, I wanted you to come, but I was outvoted. All kinds of good little throwaway lines like that. <laughs> um, so the overall resonance and feel. Uh, Nicole, I'll go to you first. What do you think of that? Wow. Um, so I guess... To start, not what I was expecting in this movie. I was expecting a little more um, play along, I guess you could say. You know, I wanted I wanted there to be more reasons why we thought it was Jamie Lee Curtis, more reasons why we thought it was somebody else. And, you know, for the first 20, 30 minutes we get that, we get all this, the, the stories that don't line up, but that's about it. That's a, really all that I see Mister murder mystery-wise. Now we're just getting... Why did somebody do this? And I, I don't, I didn't think that's the way that I thought this was going to go. So, um, you know, that made me, that made me feel some type of way about this movie. But I mean, it's, it was very interesting how he did decide to make a, a twist on this like that. Um, I thought everybody did a really great job acting together separately. Like Mama Kay said, these big named actors could have overshadowed each other and overpowered each other very easily, but they decided not to do that and they decided to play off each other very well. So, um, that added a nice, you know, thing to this to watch. Um, the ending was really just, I don't know, it was just kind of laid out for me this this and this and this is what happens and he's going to go to jail and this is the end and i didn't care much for that i just thought that it was not as adventurous as it could have been um that being said i'm going to give it uh, a three mom okay so i feel all kinds of ways about this movie too but most of them in a good way um we didn't talk really about i just said a few minutes ago about how what you know what are we doing in this that's this is a morality play this is you know about the only person who's moral is you know somebody who's an immigrant and and somebody who is fearful the whole time that something is going to happen to her family if she tells the truth Mm -hmm. and she's compelled to tell the truth that's what she has to do the whole time uh everyone else is sort of just living in this um you know they're they're the classic can't wait for grandpa to die so that we can all inherit you know his garbage and 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 all the money that comes along with that and there's just a lot i think there's a lot in this and i'm and to tighten it up and put it into a movie like this was pretty was pretty brilliant i thought um I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a four and a half i know you're surprised it's not a full on five but <laughs> that sounds about because right. i was also well, because I was also sort of expecting the, you know, the cookie cutter murder mystery, anybody could have done it. And then at the end, you find out, you know, who it is. Um, I, I think it was a twist for me that way. And I kind of had to get used to that actually in the beginning a little bit, because when everyone is telling their stories, I wasn't really I was listening so hard to figure out who was going to be the who done it that I probably should have paid attention more. Um, but I I would like to see the clue ending to this too. But I liked the ending. I like the fact that still at the end, you know, Ransom has a couple little things left in him and he's going to try to kill Marta in front of everyone. And then he's got to what, pick up another knife and kill everyone else in the room. Um, so that was that a little, that was a little bit now. hard. No. And I like that he is, you know, they set him up to be, they set Ransom up to be, you know, basically Harlan Thromby the second that, you know, he had all of this in his head and by living, you know, with this man. And they said that, you know, you always had to work for your relationship with him that, you know, he was, he was this guy's, you know, second, he was him in a junior form. And the fact that he went through with it is kind of chilling when you think about it. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at with that. Um, I, so I, I like, I, this movie like met my expectations maybe a little bit. Oh, it's hard to say because when I saw the trailer for this, I was 
a little worried. I didn't think it actually looked very good. I didn't like the jokes were in the trailer weren't landing. The little quip dialogue wasn't as good. And I was worried it was going to be um, yeah. what just called celebrities on a train murder on the Orient express remake. Uh, the one with uh, <laughs> the one with um, Johnny Depp. Yes. But who's the Johnny main Depp. guy? Uh, Kenneth Brah. Um, Kenneth Brana, Bra- oh. Kenneth Brana, uh, and I, I thought that was kind of a boring schlog. Um, this was not that. This was really fun and interesting um, for the first half, and then it was just fun. It was fun and interesting, and then it became just fun, which is fine. It's not. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just I, I, ugh, I, I could feel it almost being better. I was waiting for the 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 Nazi reveal with the grandma and the little Dude, kid. But... Stop it! Stop it! Because I knew based on happen. how you know it's got critical everything across the board i was like okay well this clearly must have an awesome crazy ending that you wouldn't expect and it is an ending you would not expect because the whole point is the the person who murdered didn't really murder her he actually killed himself but it was actually set up by someone else so it's not the ending you would expect per se you kind of get led there by the midpoint but going in you wouldn't expect that it's the ending you deserve i think we deserved a little better (laughs) I don't want to be honest. I don't think we deserve I think because everything off. looks so great and the Jane acting's Martel. so great and everything is so great that we deserve a great ending. And I you think you made it's just... it like more disappointing to me that that's not how it went down. Like honestly, that would have been fucking <laughs> awesome. It would have been a little cartoony, but honestly, like he takes crazy big risks anyway. Why not do Daniel that? Daniel Craig's that's... voice is cartoony. Why can't we have more? Yeah, I I would have I would have. <sighs> I thought it was going to be some crazy, crazy ending, and it was an it was an unexpected ending, but not one that I felt. It was like a good B ending. I'm like, oh, that's that's a clever way to do that, and I see what what he did there. But like, mm, I wanted plus. a different outcome. I wanted someone else to do it. I didn't want it to be him actually killing himself, and I don't want the, the, the uh, as great as Marta is. I think we could have had. I would have liked more family for the rest of the movie, and not just so much on her. Truth. Um. It's a yeah. It's like a it's like a four. Um, real real good, real good. But it doesn't reach that great status for me. Um, so we're at the end here. I'm gonna start with the easiest grade. Mama K, would you recommend Knives Out? Well, I'm gonna recommend it. But if you've listened to this podcast, you should have already seen it. But yeah, but that's how yeah. we do it. We go recommend see this movie, end, whether or not we go see this movie and check out the footprint situation just to make sure. <laughs> I think Nicole's spot on but you know just to make sure that we didn't get you know gypped there there was also out, something so know. lost about the whole part where he's like make sure you to avoid the security camera pull before the elephant or rhino or after it and then like they never went i like i ah uh, uh, well it got erased they did talk about that they did the tape remember and they're walking i just wanted yeah. them to see her <laughs> Nicole, would you recommend Knives Out? Well, Ransom knew. <laughs> Ransom knew because he pulled his car beyond true. that. So, anyway. I mean, maybe I'm actually talking myself into saying exactly what Ryan Johnson wanted us to feel while making this, which is me <laughs> literally making this a mystery uh, in my own head of why they didn't do this or why they didn't do that. So, I'm probably. You know, I think I'm actually living mystery. up to what this was supposed to do, but it's just aggravating me. <laughs> um, I did, I did have sort of a rant in the car yesterday, and I, I said I would never watch this again. <laughs> me, 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 me. And you were like I was pissed angry. then. <laughs> I was because, uh, you know, it just didn't go the way I wanted it to go. <laughs> um, but. Usually Nicole and I don't talk about movies after we see them if we're going to review them just so we can save our opinions. But Nicole it. was like, "So what did you think of that movie?" <laughs> <laughs> but I can honestly say, discussing it with you guys, you know, realizing what I that I'm pretty much talking myself into a hole right now. Um, I might have to give it the slightest of recommends because it was just really. <laughs> cool and it was i like i like all the all the actors and actresses picked for this i thought that they really played off each other pretty well the movie kind of sucked at the end but this everything is, else was good oh, it's very very soft this is why you need to talk about things after they happen you have to rehash them and you Absolutely. kind of then, you Change know you kind of get somebody else's perspective i almost wasn't gonna recommend jojo rabbit until we talked about it i was i was on the fence with that one i got i got talked into that one really yeah leaving the theater i was really underwhelmed with jojo rabbit and then after we talked about it i thought about it some more i'm like ah you know that was pretty good um yeah this is a this is like a a a solid recommend um uh definitely not as as high as mama k's and not uh not quite as um vitriol turned soft recommend for nicole but (laughs) um 
I, it's 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 <laughs> really solid. You're not you're gonna have fun. It's not a waste of time. Um, and it's you know there's some stick. I know I didn't talk about it much, but like there's some just I like I like the family's dynamic and their their little chatty chats. Um, it's not the excellent movie I thought it could be, but it's also not the disaster I feared it could have been as well. So um, right down the middle, if not a little bit better than expecting. Two recommends, or no, three recommends. Three recommends yeah, of varying degrees. Three recommends uh, for Knives Out. Yeah, so, made it out of that one. That's that's, that's good. Um, kind of kind of where I expected uh, <laughs> for all of us to land. Um, I think that's it for our theater reviews for a while, though. We just finished through November, where we literally had a theater review every single episode. Uh, we are going to switch to Netflix for a few shows. We have The Irishman coming up. Mom, okay, and I got a gonna power through that one um that is just a three and a half hour netflix movie martin scorsese yeah, a lot of old people old so we got that and then we also got noah bombach's marriage story like that i'm sleeping already i've already started watching it um started watching this is this might be a chunk watching chunks movie um i, I just where are you gonna find that much time in a row uh and the I know, because I have to catch up on the crown, well, so I don't know. Your obligations to the Irishman are outweigh the crown, but okay, I'll do. I'll do it for. Uh, I'll do it for all of our listeners. Then we got Marriage Story coming up. That'll also be on Netflix. That'll be the new Noah Baumbach film. And then we also have the movie that won the Films with Win My Life tournament. We have Forrest Gump. Um, I'm not sure if that's streaming yeah. anywhere right now. Uh, so I'm going to confer whether we want to do that in December or wait for it to become available somewhere. Um, so we'll we'll. We'll figure that out, but um, December has some big stuff too. Some very interesting movies. We've got uh, Uncut Gems. Uh, very excited for that. Safety Brothers film. We've got Rise of Skywalker. Big old Star Wars time. That's going to be a nice, nice long. Big old Star Wars. That's going to be another two-hour episode. Um, and then what else do we got? There's a couple other things. Oh, Bombshell. We just saw a trailer for that the other night. The Fox News movie. That'll be interesting. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we got stuff coming up December, finishing the year strong with some some cool. possible Oscar contenders. Uh, but if you have anything to recommend to us, January is approaching. That's when we'll get to a lot of your recommendations. Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. And the best place to reach out to me individually is Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram. Nicole, Mom okay? you have anything else to add before we sheathe our knives? Put them away? Uh, I want to talk some more about this, but okay. Well. I mean, we we talked about it before. There's a lot of we didn't. There's a lot of parts we didn't talk about. There's like there's like cheating going on, and there's a yeah yeah. It's so funny. This movie's really funny. I know. We, I don't know if it, that came across, but this it is funny. funny. I was laughing so quite a bit. It. Yeah, but yeah. again, I was it was like I was laughing in the theater. and No one else was in a full theater. It always fucking happens with Nicole and I. It's always so us. Weird. We're always laughing at stuff, and no one's laughing. Yeah, but then they're laughing at the fucking but Tiffany Haddish Rose Byrne trailer. Ugh. Oh my god, Ugh. infuriating. Ugh. Ugh. You're going to laugh at that. Oh, infuriating. All right. Oh, thanks for being on. Thanks. Uh, Mama K and Nicole. Uh, until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at FilmsWomenPod and check out our website, FilmsWithTheWomen.Libsyn.com. That's FilmsWithTheWomen.L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio.